Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Lacey, here with Mella, Josh, and Rashawn. Listen, we've asked a lot, but I know there's more than like two or three people listening to these intros, unless you're a skipper. You might just like Mm. skip right ahead. If that's the case, don't skip this. Listen to me. This They've is from the heart. Already skipped it. I'm a skipper. Oh I'm God. not a skipper. This is for me. I well, always listen to the intros. <laughs> Fuck. If you're listening, please take a second. Like us, follow us, subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening. If you can take a second and give us a rate and review, especially on Apple Podcasts, it really helps boost our algorithm. It helps more people find us and find our community. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. We're always excited about engaging with our listeners and hearing your opinions and what movies you're excited about us talking about. Please, I'm gonna keep, we're gonna keep asking until it happens. So just please. Yeah, what's our what's our <laughs> limit? How many reviews until we stop starting episodes like this? Ooh. The limit does not exist. <laughs> How are we today, my friends? We good. are good. Lacey and I finished two shows and started a new one. Damn, y'all were busy. Throughout the course. It's not like we started and finished. Oh, okay. We finished New Girl, obviously. It was a while ago. We also, the series finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine came out last month. Mm. We finished that. It had a good run. It was great while it lasted. Finally, we finally, finally, finally started the other two. I mean, I'm happy about that, too. But I thought you were going to say the magic word, Josh. But we we turned on HBO. It's Succession was there, but so was the other two. And we're like, yeah. the other two. 20-minute comedy, hour-long drama. Going we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have yeah. started. Because we're well into season three right now. Ooh, and I, my future self is so excited, I can already tell. <laughs> Look, the, aside from succession the other two is so goddamn good mm-hmm, mm-hmm, holy mm-hmm. shit my brother's gay and us. <laughs> the ted lasso effect is you're hearing from everyone you know that has seen it that it's great and hilarious and they're right there's and a reason so everyone quick. keeps talking about it yeah it's it's fast too i'm excited for you to get to season two which is sharp it's really really good yeah I just watched Freaky for the first time coming out of this spooky season. I am not the biggest Vince Vaughn fan. I don't really have anything against him, but I'm not excited when a Vince Vaughn movie comes out. But I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was so good. It was such a good slasher movie. Kind of corny at times, kind of cheesy, but like in the best way possible. It had some really scary good kills and really scary moments it was Great a good kills. time yeah it was a yeah. good time Catherine newton she's so good she's she does really, such really a good, good job with it yeah yeah 
I just thought it was really fun. And Christopher Landon is a, a queer filmmaker. And I, I just think he's the bee's knees. I really like him a lot. Yeah. So I did see uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How was that? Listeners and friends alike know I am obsessed with Jessica Chastain. She plays uh, Tammy Faye Baker and Andrew Garfield plays her husband, Jim Baker. They were televangelists. It's um, it's it's quite a flick. I don't quite know how it tasted in my mouth. Let me be honest with you. I come from a pretty religious background, and this is about you know two Christian celebrities. All that aside, Jessica Chastain continues to be phenomenal, and that's the biggest takeaway I had from it. I think she will probably be in the conversation in a few months alongside Kristen Stewart, probably Lady Gogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my money so far, sight unseen, best actress of 2022 mm-hmm. right there. Lady wow. Gaga. House of uh, Gucci. House of Gucci, yeah. yeah. I thought that was a miniseries. Huh. How's Andy Garf's in it? I love Jessica Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's cool and good. I'm not a fanboy of Andrew Garfield or anything, so you're not going to hurt my feelings. I don't know if it's that or if it's the character he was playing who's not a, who's not a great person. And kind of takes the brunt of, of the criticism and the, the villain, I guess, for lack of a better word, of the movie. But it, it's the Jessica Chastain show. Makeup be damned. It, it, she's really great. She's incredible. Speaking of Andrew Garfield, has anyone watched the Tick, Tick, Boom trailer yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. yet. Is there, is there a new one? Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I'm very weary. But Andrew Garfield looked pretty good in it. I'm like excited to see how he does. This is a musical. I don't know Tick Tick Boom that well, but it's a musical, it's yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. Jonathan Larson's like. Oh yeah, I feel like I already know how he sings. I feel like there's a lot of vibrato, <laughs> like a no. lot of shaking. Yeah, that's a phenomenal vibrato you got. Thank you. No. I shook a little. <laughs> I'll put money on it right here. When it comes, he out... sings in the trailer. I don't. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't seen the trailer. Let's just there's, go watch that instead. There's not a lot. You're oh, just yeah. You're just grasping at straws, <laughs> my girl. The day is here. It's, it's here. I'm ready. It's happening. What are we fighting about today, y'all? Babe. Babe. I mean, we're not fighting about it, but we all are probably going to be fighting about a nightmare before Christmas. Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! The Nightmare Before Christmas is a 1993 stop-motion animated film directed by Henry Selleck, conceptualized by Tim Burton, adapted by Michael McDowell, and screenplay by Caroline Thompson, starring some of my favorite actors ever. We have Catherine O'Hara, Chris Sarandon, Danny Elfman, Paul Rubens, Ken Page... Um, the master that is Ken Page. The Nightmare Before Christmas tells the story 
of a little place called Halloween Town. Their pumpkin king, Jack Skellington, has grown weary of his role and is yearning for something more when he stumbles across a new world, Christmas Town, and hijinks ensue. If you listen to our Halloween showdown episode, you get a glimpse of how much I love this movie and what this movie means to me. Putting all of my emotional attachment to it aside, I just think this movie is so cool. (laughs) This movie is everything that I love about October to December. It, It encompasses the entire fall to Christmas holiday season. You get spooky, you get whimsy, you get yearning, you get incredibly beautiful stop motion animation. I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love this movie. And uh, Josh, I know that you're going to be kind. So let's start with the kind and then I'll have my ass handed to me. Go. (laughs) I, I mean, I love this movie too. It's gotten to the point where my emotional attachment to it is obviously connected to you. And so it's it's intertwined with my feeling of it as a movie itself. So it's hard to make a an objective observation about it all. But I think, I mean, I liked it before. I got involved with you. So. Got involved. Got involved. The affair. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's funny a lot. Uh, it, it, not a lot. There's a a lot of it that is unexpectedly funny, I should say. You don't really go into this thinking there's going to be any comic bits at all, and there's a, quite a few parts that I think are that land. The music's good. I don't, I mean, it's, this is another one of the movies that we bring on that's just like, yeah, it's A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, everyone knows this movie, but I'm not going to say anything else. You're going to leave it at that? Yeah, because Brashan's been really foreshadowing this episode for weeks now. Weeks. Weeks now. And what he's gonna do to Lacey. So I'm either he's just fucking with her or this is gonna be a tornado of an episode. <laughs> I've said my piece. Well, Mella, I have no idea where you stand. So I mean I like have a feeling, but just you go next, because Rashawn's gonna do what he's gonna do. <laughs> Rashawn is always gonna do what he's gonna do. Um, Lace. I know. Another- not another it's it's not for me again <laughs> it's just not but i've said this before to our friend katie who's been on the show and i think i've said it to y'all is like shakespeare i appreciate what it is i think people do it fabulously do i want to sit in a park and watch it fuck no <laughs> i feel like this is that movie for me i appreciate it. i see like all the hard work the music is great but I never put it on. Like, I think the last time I watched it was probably a couple years ago because I was like, let me see it as an adult. Maybe I'll be like, oh, there, I didn't get it before. Now I get it. Now I love it. Because there's spooky girls out there that love it. Mm-hmm. They got their Jack to the Sally, the Sally to the Jack. They got the whole thing going. So I'm like, what am I missing? I still haven't found out yet after this watch. <laughs> I still don't know. But. But you love Tim Burton. And I, do. I know this I know this is like Tim Burton barely has any fingerprint on this movie at all. But they definitely tried to nail the aesthetic of Tim Burton in this. Is it just because they it, it's not authentic Tim Burton? 
No, I mean, I wouldn't ever say this is timbered and light. It's definitely up in there. But it's um it's animated. I mean, kind of. You know what I mean? So that already gets a knock from me. It's just yeah. like that's mm-hmm. just something that I'm I don't lean towards. I don't know. There's also a, the music kind of sounds all the same. Nothing about any of the songs really gravitate. Nothing like pulls me in. There's no like fun little little number. Like I know the song. What? I'm like, oh, okay, Jack Clement, and then we got this is Halloween. But then I'm kind of like, all right, what else we got? Kidnap the Sandy Claus, Oogie Boogie. I do, I do like. Stop kid- talking. Stop. 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 I like kidnap. I like kidnap the Sandy Claus. That one's cute. But that one takes about four five minutes to get to. I want something from the beginning. This is Halloween. Is the song? Stop. We can't. I have to hear the worst of the worst. So let's hear it, Rashawn, and then, woo, let's go. <sighs> I'm torn, Lace. I'm I'm torn in two. There's an episode of Game of Thrones called Battle of the Bastards, and um, <laughs> Jon Snow stands on a field facing Ramsay Bolton's army. And he pulls out his sword and he takes on the incoming cavalry. And I know that there is a mountain of people waiting to have my head on a platter when I say this. But no, baby. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not like this movie. At all? I, let me not get a headache trying to think. At all. <gasps> Eesh. Now... I will say, he was not bluffing. <laughs> Great to look at at times. Stop motion. We've we've said it. We, this is our third stop motion film that we've done on the show. That is an art in and of itself. We'll never mm-hmm. take that away. Yep. I will push back on Carmela and say that some of the songs I think are are great. They're catchy. They're fun. I can imagine how fun it is to go to the Hollywood Bowl and listen to this and. This is Halloween is an earworm. It's great. Oogie Boogie is my shit. But um, this could have used a lot more Tim Burton for me. You know and... what? It's your favorite Christmas movie's fault that he wasn't there for it. Just saying. The Preacher's Wife? <laughs> <laughs> and I know. And if you think I'm ever going to sacrifice that movie for this one, baby. What movie is this? Yeah, wait. What movie is it? He was busy making Batman Returns, oh, so yeah. he showed up maybe like three or four times on set over what the three years that they were making this movie. Mm-hmm. Just angry because kind of... he didn't like what they were doing, and they were like, "Well, then do something." And then he would just throw a fit and then leave. So screw him. No, we're not going to screw Tim Burton because he made Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> he made Batman Returns, and Henry Selleck did an excellent job with what he was given. Agree. He also made, you know, Coraline, James and the Giant Peach. He's great. Not taking anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. <laughs> I love James and the Giant Peach. Me too. Should have brought that. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. It's co- it'll next year. Put it on the list. <laughs> it's it's a little hollow for me. I think outside of the aesthetic, I don't get much. I don't get a lot of heart. Um, the final moment, I don't buy at all the romance or the love story. 
at, like at all. I would have loved it had Jack and Sally been together from jump. What? That seems so antithetical to everything you like about movies. I mean, there's no real love story here. There's he, he's like ignoring There's her the whole time and then he's like oh thanks for the bottle of you know googly butterfly and then like at the end he's like come up to this come up to the moon and then that's it There's it nothing seems else. like everything you would not like Lacey in a romance is Jack and Sally in a live action movie if that were their dynamic it seems like you would not gel with that at all Here's what I will say about their dynamic. Sally was not a major part of the original story or screenplay. Totally Jack-focused screenplay and story. Caroline Thompson came in and was like, there's no real heart to what's going on. And Sally kind of plays that conscience throughout the screenplay and... She really is the empathetic voice of reason throughout the entire story. She loves Jack. That's that's part of her story. But she really wants more than a relationship, more than pining, more than romance. She wants well-being for him. To me, that's more compelling than, oh, I like you. I like you too. That's it. I don't know. I can see where you guys are coming from because Jack, the whole movie, is just kind of like focused on his journey and his goals. And that's from the original storyline, from the original screenplay. Like he's very self-focused, but Sally was added in to be the the heart. I love her. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a little too one-sided for you guys? Is that what it is? Like, is it? No. Now that you say that, Lacey, that it's she wasn't really in it at all, it's totally apparent. I feel like she could almost not be in it at all, and I would be fine with it if this was Jack's story. Because to me, Jack is not a bad guy. These people, none of these people in Halloween Town, are bad people. This is just like what they do. <laughs> say Rashawn, something, Rashawn. See, see, me and Rashawn feel very different f- about this. Jack is the fucking worst, man. But <gasps> he doesn't know that he's doing bad. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to just. He got a little bored. He wants to switch up his life. And he doesn't know that putting a snake wreath in this old lady's house is a bad thing. He's just like, well, this is what I do in Halloween land. So this is what it is on on my side. This is from me to you. He doesn't think he's doing it wrong. So if the movie was just him on his journey and the like that the half-assed romance wasn't there, I'd be fine with it. But I, if we have to have Sally, I feel like maybe have her fall in love quicker and then she kind of like goes on this ride with him they find halloween town together i mean sorry they find christmas town together and then she's like oh no jack you kind of you got to pull back a little bit this is not how you do it then i feel like the heart would have come in but her just having a premonition on the tree is not enough it's enough for me (laughs) (laughs) i think i agree with both of you that jack's a pretty bad guy um, oh my god but can i finish but mel is right he doesn't know that he's a bad guy and i think i think he's a product of his environment and i think that's one of the reasons why he can be a compelling character to some people is that halloween town props him up it's not his fault that he's a bad guy they they are they wait on his every uh, on his every whim they mm-hmm. the town shuts down if he's not there for a day it's a character trait that i think 
is very delicate and sometimes hard to balance. Where is he bad? I don't understand. Where is he bad? I mean, he has on the edge of like ruining both Halloween and Christmas. Not Halloween. Halloween's over. He's just going to ruin Christmas. I know, but but if he stays in Christmas Town and wants to be Santa, then next year, Halloween, like, what happened? I just think I'm not a huge fan of stories in general where it's one person who's, like, bored with where they are in life and they go to find themselves and he's just, like, wrecking shit unknowingly. I just don't care for that. It's, he is He's oh selfish. Oh, my God. Uh, but but he's that's selfish. Not... Yeah. Okay, Lace. You can't see that he's selfish. He's lost and he's yearning and he wants right. something new and he wants something different. And that's I'm saying I'm. This is not a dig. This is something that the the that the movie is doing that is showing that this selfishness comes out of <laughs> his desire to find something new, <laughs> and it's bred because of Halloween Town and how he's been treated. He's he's never had to be selfless because everything he's ever wanted he gets in Halloween Town. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's an interesting character trait. Uh, this is not a dig for me. Yeah, I think I think dislike or like the movie. The movie is is well aware of Jack's selfishness, which is why which is why he ignores Sally's warning. You know what I mean? He don't even like Sally at the minute. Like he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> He don't. He, like I, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, he's selfish. What? Oh, fine. Whatever. I can respect it though because he wants to change things. He wants. He wants to change his life and move forward. And that to me is it makes him a sympathetic character. He's doing it wrong, but he is learning through. He learns at the end that he was doing it wrong. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say, and it's you got mad at me. Because you're using the words bad and selfish. That's so Josh and I are Josh and I are saying the same thing from different corners, but he's yeah. in your corner. I'm not, but we're saying the same thing, so it sounds so it sounds bad, but jo- what Josh is saying is not bad. Yeah. I'm it's, saying it's... it. That is bad. <laughs> he wants to better himself and learn, but he's not realizing that by doing this, he's destroying Christmas. He's destroying the lives of these elves, of the humans that he's delivering fucking severed heads to. <laughs> Funniest bit in the whole goddamn movie, by the way, when the kid just pulls a head out and just... <laughs> that is the reason I could not me. watch this movie until I was like 16 or 17. That really? I was terrified. Terrified. I that shit killed it. me. If just it came the... on TV, the commercial is him pulling the head out, mm-hmm. I would scream. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you don't like it from there's something deep seated here. But I oh no, like... I love being scared my ass off. You know, Let, let's unpack it. <laughs> I feel like though that they do a really good job. Like the imagery is very jarring and scary. I can get behind that. But they make the characters comical and they make them relatable. And I think that's something that they do so masterfully in this movie is they integrate scary with. It's, relatability and mm-hmm. and normalcy almost um it's not very funny it's a little funny come on what's not funny i laugh the movie what's not that we are talking about today when he falls in the snow and he's like too light so he it's falls so deep. cute it's funny our little blind chunky friend walking around on the leash 
He's like the funniest, cutest little boy in the whole world. It's hilarious. It, Damn. It's, it, it's another ADR humor movie where yeah. it's all like the after the fact, they get a bunch of comedians to punch up a couple of jokes in the script <laughs> and have some character actors shot them out. Kills me. Lock, Shock, and Barrel are very funny. Kidnap the Santa Claus is a funny song. They're little badasses and get their behinds beat, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Rashawn, you can't tell me that when they the Easter Bunny pops out and our friend with the axe in his head goes funny and scares the bunny that you're not laughing. He didn't that is laugh. so funny. You he said I can't tell all. you, so I won't. <laughs> it's funny. I, I don't know if that was the funniest part of the movie, Lacey, but I didn't yeah. say it was the funniest part. <laughs> but if you're looking to, if you're looking to get him to admit to something being funny, I wouldn't have done that one. Okay, well, I did, and I think it's funny. I, it's that's the thing because I can't even go the Carmella route and say I don't like animation because I, I do. I don't. Maybe I saw it too late. Maybe that's a a thing. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it it doesn't do it for me. I mean, it's not like you would see it at five and be like, ah, great flick. I mean, maybe you (laughs) would. I don't fucking know. I did. I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah, mother, father. One hot chalky, please. My program is on. <laughs> Hold the marsh. <laughs> I'm watching my sugar intake. Also, they're just gross. Um, I uh, marshmallows are gross. Are we doing Peary? this again? Yeah, they're disgusting. <laughs> Not even they as are, an accoutrement. They are gross by themselves, just raw dog. Yeah, no, they're, <gasps> they're horrific by themselves. Look at us, lace. Don't talk to me. Okay. Hello? Do you like s'mores? S'mores? Delicious. No. Disgusting. (laughs) Rice Krispie Treats? Delicious. S'mores have the perfect perfect combination of textures. There's the crunch on the outside. It gets progressively softer from the outside in. Josh, I have seen a s'more being made. Have you tasted it? Yes. Have you bit into one? Yes. Like I don't want to talk ass. about this anymore. I want to talk I'm, about Nightmare Before wait, Christmas. Wait, I want to talk about what Mella just said. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like even the same color as the graham cracker. And it just progressively gets softer. A little sweeter, too. All right. Lacey. <sighs> this movie takes an hour and ten minutes. But it finally gets to some fucking good. And that is motherfucking Ken Page. Yeah. Why is Oogie Boogie not in this whole goddamn movie? That would be my own critique, too. We need some more Oogie Boogie. He is in the whole movie. Oh. What? He's not the main character, so he's not in the whole movie, but he, we see him in the opening sequence. He's there. He's got about 10 minutes screen time. Tops. They managed to make one of the better villains in the Disney lexicon, especially for this time period. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's hamstringed by not enough screen time. How are we going to have Oogie Boogie in Christmas Town? We can't do that. We can't have him a part of Christmas. Have him trying to take over Halloween Town from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like but if it's he was not be his the story. King. It's Jack's story. Imagine if Ursula only showed up at the very end when she got big and took down the ship. Okay. Robbed. <laughs> well, Completely robbed. You would have to, she would still get uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Oogie still gets his song. Hmm. No, she would She would only just sing the little Vanessa Diddy at the end. And then they kill <laughs> You're her. You're equating Oogie Boogie to the Vanessa Diddy? Vanessa Diddy is a bop. 
It's not as good as Poor Unfortunate Souls. What are we fighting about? I don't know. I was trying to give you some goodwill, and you stone-faced me. I don't believe in your goodwill. Ken Page I love Oogie is Boogie. A, a master. That was when we saw it at the Hollywood Bowl. Ken Page was there and performed Oogie Boogie's song, and it was truly the best part of the show. It, it was sound, absolutely yeah. incredible. It sounded like a, the recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lacey. What? I love you. No, you don't. But I need you to acknowledge at least one fault in this movie. No. Okay. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. Are you what? about to give one? What fault? Any. That that it needed a little more, that it would have benefited from having Oogie in it more. Of course. I, I'm not going to say no. It would, Yes, of course <laughs> I want more Oogie Boogie in it. But I don't need it. The movie is perfect as it is. But I would have loved to see more Oogie Boogie. Sure. Lace, I'm going to stir the pie a little. And I don't have Sally's spoon with holes in it. <laughs> I have the normal one. That's pretty slick, up. by the way. That was a that smooth was move. Slick. I feel like this movie could have been a short. Listen, you said this about Coraline, too. You said this about Coraline, too. I sure did, and I mean it. You just don't want any feature-length animated movies. I no Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite movies. Favorite movies. It can't be can't be a short. But I feel like Beauty and the Beast could be short. Don't do this. Josh, no, we're not doing. We're not doing. Stop. <laughs> Lacey will yeah tear you up for that one too. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of little cute vignettes. Oh, why did you do this? Why did you do this? It wasn't me. On the record, I just want to say it was not me. Do it's I get just... points for that? No. What the fuck? No, you said you... it's bad. Because you no, agree with me. continue. I never said no it's bad. Points. I never said it was bad. Did he say you, it was bad? You you said you didn't like it. Somebody said know. it was bad, and I'm pretty sure it was you. <laughs> I did not say it was bad. I said the, I said, did not like this movie. The you girls said are you couldn't. You. you said you couldn't think of anything good to say about it, but then you did say good stuff about it, but. That's what you said. Somebody said the word bad. And I just insert something right here, Rashawn. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what it is. That's not how we do it. You're making things up again. Just blame someone because someone said this movie's bad. Maybe there might be some missing files. I don't know, but I need to corroborate my story. So (laughs) he's not going to speak any further without a lawyer present. Listen. Mella, I mm. can understand where you're coming from because this was originally Tim Burton's first writing of this was a short story. Mm-hmm. So I understand where you're coming from. Henry Selick and the team had to elongate a lot in what Tim Burton gave them conceptually. So I get it. But it's not a short. It is a full-length movie. Let it be what it is. Oh, I mean, it is. It is. We, we, the girls love it. You love it. But <laughs> the girls, I, I'm alone. I am alone here. No, not, not here. Hey. Not us four. Where I'm talking about huh? the, the general, the girls. You, you turned on her a little bit. You're poking holes where you can, Joshua. There's going to be a wave of support on social media for this. They're going to drag me, Josh, and Mel. 
I'm just taking Josh with me because I want to. Hold the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm trying to be the voice of reason this episode because my lovely wife gets very emotional about the movies she loves. I know. She is uh, going up against two battering rams right now. And I do want to... I do want to say, in the beginning, I did not know how much you loved this movie until about a month ago. And then I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So you've always you've always disliked this this vehemently. Yeah. And behind the scenes, we almost did this last year at the same time, around the same time. And I just kind of politely said, well, I feel like. That would just be like a love fest. Lying my ass off, you guys. And then... (laughs) Lied so well that when I brought it up this year, I was like, I mean, can we just do it? It would be great if it's like a love fest episode after all of our Halloween movies. It'll be great. No one said no. So I put it on the... What, well, what? Lord, let let that will be done. <laughs> I did not. He did not say shit until our Halloween episode. I uh, mean, he's been dropping hints in the thread too ever since. Ever since, yeah. I was like, oh, let's let's move on. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put it on the We're spreadsheet. We're doing it. We're here. I have been tougher on some of your movies than I have been today. That's you have been. I feel like you're dancing a little bit. You don't pull your punches to. a little bit. I there's told you, a, I'm okay. There's a tooth-sized hole in my tongue right now. <laughs> um, then unleash it. You did say this is not like I'm not dragging you or like you did say this is a Christmas movie. A Christmas movie. Me. Me. Rashadi. Oh, Rashadi. I did. This is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Lace, do you feel like it's Christmas or Halloween? Well, for the sake of our Halloween episode, it was a Halloween movie. <laughs> you also put it on your our Christmas episode. <laughs> no, I was I like, it also made the Christmas I list. did. It is the nightmare before Christmas. It's both, you guys. I think this movie's identity is being neither and both at the same time. Yes. I think that's... That's the motherfucking problem. <laughs> what problem? Whatever like, problems I have with it. Would you prefer it to be like Easter and Valentine's Day? Would that make it better? Super cute. Well, no, why is that cute? That. And no. this one isn't. No. Disney really tried to. They wanted to make like a sequel where like Jack goes to Easterland. And Jack goes mm. to Shamrockland. And Tim Burton was very vehemently against it because he felt like it took away doing a sequel or having Jack explore the other worlds would have taken away from the special quality that is the Nightmare Before Christmas. And the the juxtaposition between Halloween, which is all ghoulish, garish, spooky, scary imagery, and the bright, fluffy sweetness that is Christmas imagery mm-hmm. is what makes this movie the special thing that it is. Yeah, that sequel would have been dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think something important for you guys and for the listeners to understand is that why this movie connects so well is the Vetter household is a November 1st household. The Christmas tree goes up on November 1st here. And so the idea of Chris or of the idea of Halloween straight into Christmas is something that we do every year. So the the movie that that truly it's it's whole identity is being both put together is important it's important to me 
I know. <laughs> I I say this as someone that will not shut up about the word Ghostface. So I get being obsessed with the movie. I totally get it. I do think it's a split between Halloween and Christmas. I really do. Yeah, I don't think you can really like qualify it as one or the other. It's very perfectly both. I mean, Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland itself has it up for Halloween and Christmas. And so. Christmas, Rashawn. Both. I know. I've been in there. I wish they would take it down so I could just have <gasps> the regular Haunted Mansion. Ooh. I know. It. I know. My mansions are going to be in shambles. I don't <gasps> care. I go to Disneyland all the time. Just give me the regular Haunted Mansion. Just stop it. If you go all the time, you don't need it for those three months. You can have it the other nine months of the year. No. I want to go during Christmas and I want the regular Haunted Mansion. Thank you. I try. I really do try. When this was being re, there was like a, a five year period where it was like every fucking Halloween they were like, re released. Come see it in 3D the night before Christmas. Who the fuck <laughs> is that? The, the commercial that I saw. I don't know. The movie is as long as a short is if you take out Sally and Oogie Boogie. I think. That's is that what you're looking for? Uh, no. I mean, I think Oogie Boogie's death gotta stay. I well, if it's a short, to... he can't stay. Sorry, <clears throat> no. He can they can start already? Where Jack is figuring out the trees. He's figuring out he wants to take over Halloween. Like I want the short just to be that the meat and potatoes of the film. Like once it start, when he starts getting all mischievous. Being like, we're going to remake Christmas. That's where I'm like, all right, give me more of that. And so if the short was just that, we don't need Sally. We don't need big old Finkelstein. She's Dr. Finkelstein. Dr. Finkelstein. We don't need him. How do you not need Sally? Sally is literally the heartbeat. I don't know. I thought she was giving more. I thought she was giving more. I think as a kid when I watched it, Jack's song. I think it's Jack's Lament, right? Mm-hmm. That's the name of it. Jack's Lament, when he's singing, I always thought it was a song about her and like his longing for love. Hmm. And hmm. I was like, oh, cute. He fucking loves her. And then, no, it's about wanting something for himself, which is fine. But then, like I said before, they try to make this romance happen and it just really is kind of pointless. Unless she's there from day one and she's like, Jack, I done told you, don't be messing where you don't need to be messing. Then she I'd is. be like, no, they didn't, from they the didn't jump, really know each she's, other. She's like, mm, I don't know if this is such a good idea. Okay. Outside of the final moment, what's another romantic moment between them? Why does there have to be? Because we end the movie with them in love. What if that's, what if it's a budding romance? What if we're just yeah. watching the beginning of it? It's not even enough for a budding romance. It, yeah, I don't. They live together. What do you mean they live together? In Halloween they Town. Together. They know no. each other. It's like, what are you talking oh. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I'm share gonna... a two-bedroom. <laughs> Homegirl is locked up. They won't let me out. There's that moment, too, where she sees him from the tower, and he comes inside to talk she to... throws herself. They have a full Romeo and Juliet little moment, except reverse. If they would have cut out her being locked away in the tower, because she could have left a bunch of times if she was just on her own in her little dog call it cottage making stuff 
Ima- I, I imagine Sally's life is like Lacey's life. What I imagine Lacey's life is in her cottage <laughs> making things. I'll I'll say that's the fat that I would trim. Honestly, is yeah. Doctor Fink. I love Doctor Finkelstein. So I I think that the character designs and the characters are the best part about this, and I agree with you that he should still be in there, Lacey. And I think just the idea of this Frankenstein ragdoll is so cool. And that's that's my contribution. Continue, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that's it. I just feel like there's nothing that he does that couldn't be done without him in terms of the story and furthering it. Mm-hmm. But it's already not a long movie, so it doesn't need... Exactly. It has, it has no fat to be trimmed, so... Exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's like fat to be trimmed for length. I think it's just like eh, we don't really for need your it. attention span. Yeah, we don't really need it. Let's just let's just get them going. Let's just get talk to it. Well, I don't really have anything else to say except that Rashad and Mella, you're wrong. <laughs> so, any last grievances? Anything else you want to get off your chest before we move on? Not a grievance, but. Zero's great. Oh, Zero's Aww, so cute. He's so cute. Quick, Mella, 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 Mella. Yeah. De- describe Zero. Like his whole look. He's like a little sheet floating in the wind with a little orange. He has a little pumpkin nose. Okay. <laughs> we're, we had a discussion. We we're having a discussion that there are people out there that thought he just had a little red nose like Rudolph. Mm, I think a lot of... Oh, I definitely uh, thought so. Drawings put him with a red nose. Yeah, I think so too. I think stills and fan art and even mm-hmm. cosplays just have a little red nose. Yeah. That's a little jack o' lantern. So cute. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Anything else, Rashawn? <laughs> what? I I do want to say I gave it a real good college try. And I was like, well, look, it's Tim Burton and Catherine O'Hara. But then I have Beetlejuice or... It's Tim Burton and Danny Elfman. Then I have Batman Returns. So uh, I'm, out, I'm fresh out. But you don't out. have Henry Selleck. Well, I have the masterpiece that is Coraline, don't I? Oh, my you God. You sure do. <laughs> so and on that note, who wants to play a game? Me. I want to say to... Sorry, I'm now you said the line and now I'm speaking again. Sorry. <laughs> Rashawn has been more careful in this episode with his words than he has been in a long time in terms of not hurting any feelings. Mm -hmm. I know. And I came like barred up. I was ready. This movie is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Garbage. Garbage. Just poking the bear. Garbage. With the stick. (laughs) Garbage. We were doing fine. She was going to sleep tonight. I'm just giving Josh what he wants. G-A-R- B I T C H, garbage. No, I know. I'm just yucking your yum. Stop saying that. It is not <laughs> sexual. <laughs> that was an insane scream into the, the blanket. Scream. <laughs> sounded like Regina. That George. was just for. That was just to feed the monster that is Joshua Vetter, Lacey. The true Me- Mella understands, though. She can see it. He's been nicer oh. this episode than others with movies that he actually enjoyed watching. This is true. No, yeah. I, I, I had no... I did not know that until you told that story. 
during our Halloween episode. Had no idea. You didn't have to be nice to me. I don't think yes, you were I... nice necessarily. <laughs> oh my god, but, was I mean? No, but you pulled your punches, and I'm just saying, well, I was ready. I didn't want to like beat you down and not have you fight back. <laughs> Wait, assuming she can't fight back, that's even worse. No, I know she can. Lacey and I have had knockdown dragouts, but she's when she said this was her number one, I said she I to the had show. to. I had to pray. (laughs) He prayed on it. I had prayed on it. I did not know that. I had no idea. This was your, probably your number one movie ever. I just love it. That's, and that's okay. And it's okay if you don't like it. If you have no taste. If you, if you don't love spooky things. If you don't love Christmas. It's okay. I have great taste. I love spooky. I love Christmas. And I like when all those things are in a good movie. Oh my god. We're not doing you that. started it. I'm finishing it. Oh, my goddamn episode. You started <laughs> it. Episode. I was being nice. Technically, I started it. Yeah. I don't know Technically, why we did it to Josh. All we all time. started it this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a game. I want to play a game. All right, everyone. Gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. guessing game. Today, we are playing our own little version of A Nightmare Before Christmas. I have different characters from some of our favorite horror movies who, like Jack Skellington, wanted to contribute to the Christmas fun and to your Christmas experiences. So, underneath your Christmas trees, there will be three presents from a horror movie icon. I'm going to read the gifts out one at a time. And as soon as you think you know who the horror icon is, you can raise your hand and I will call on you. If you guess it on the first item, you get three points. If you guess it on the second item, two points. And if you need all three items, you will get one point for guessing your horror movie Santa Claus. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. So, for example, if I said paper boat, Mella. Pennywise. Yes. Congratulations, Mella. Thank you. But it was just a practice round, so it doesn't count. Okay. (laughs) Can you guys smell the chocolate chip cookies? Mm. Mm -hmm. See the candy canes and the twinkle lights? Mm -hmm. Is this a hint or is this just a No, I'm just setting the atmosphere. The vibes. Under your Christmas tree, your first gift is a jack-o'-lantern. Joshua. Is it Sam? No. Uh, Rishon? Michael Myers? Michael Myers is correct. Michael Myers, Sandy Claus also brought you a kitchen knife and a child's clown costume. Thanks for taking that L, Josh, because that was my guess. Fuck! <laughs> Who the fuck is Sam? From Trick or Treat, bitch! Oh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Another three gifts under the tree. A Bible. Mella. Is it Reagan? It is not Reagan. Sam. Josh. Is it the devil? No. That'd be wild. Okay. <laughs> oh, is it? 
is it um what's his name do the other guess do the other guess so he gets two points do the other guess three i know the demon's name one okay the next gift that you open is a crown Rashawn. is it payment no Hmm. where i went crown is it josh is it pazuzu no it's not is that the thing they serve at Bustle Wild with the, the skillet <laughs> and the cookie? That's a pazuki. Oh, so close. Right. Like, it's so hard. Okay. Your third gift, you're all going to be so mad. Mm-hmm. Your third gift under the tree is a tampon. Rashawn. Carrie. Damn. Yes, it That's is. Good. Carrie. That's good. One. That's good. Crown. Yeah. Not like a. Not like a. a not a crown crown, but like a crown, you know. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Round three. The first gift under your Christmas tree is piano lessons. Hmm. The second what? gift under your tree is an axe. Josh. No, oh no, 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 no. Yo, is it uh is it the is it the strangers? It's the strangers. Uh, let's go, um, baby. Yep. <clears throat> the third gift would be a melted cell phone. Yeah, that's a little more on the money. Yeah. Because the yeah. Okay, come on. This is a big gift under your tree, you guys. You have a four-poster bed. Roshan. That's the Exorcist. I need a character. Reagan. I would take Reagan or Pazuzu. Yes, Roshan, you win. The other gifts from Reagan and Pazuzu are pea soup and a crucifix. <laughs> Next round. Your first Christmas gift is a wool blend coat. Wool? Is it the thing? No. That's a good guess, though. Your next gift is a jar of honey. Motherfucker. Josh. Oh, it's Candyman. It's Candyman. There was also nice. a mirror under there, under the tree from Candyman for you. Can I get a point for the practice round? <laughs> you know what? Yes. I'm going to give you those three, Mella. Three? <laughs> yeah, she got it on the first one. After we rehearsed it, and she knew what the answer was. <laughs> no, you ain't got to put me in. It's fun. It's fun. The first gift under the tree is a set of keys. Rashad's just guessing. Relax. <laughs> is it Jack Torrance? No. The oh, next of the hotel. gift. The next gift under <gasps> the tree. <laughs> I think I know what she's going to guess. Wait, do it. I was starting the gift. Should I give it to her? I'll give it to you. It, what is your guess, Mella? Is it Norman Bates? It's Norman Bates. Yeah, I, give it I was close. Norman also brought you a wig and a shower curtain for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> Thanks, Normie baby. <laughs> the first gift under your tree is a rocking chair. Oh, that's... No! 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 <laughs> Rashawn. Is that Bathsheba? No. Oh. Josh. Is it Annabelle? No. What? Hmm. Mella. Um. <laughs> is it Nick- Nikki Kids and the others? No, but I love the others. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. The next gift under your Christmas tree is a meat hook. Rashawn. 
Is it Leatherface? It is Leatherface. Rocking chair. Yes. Grandpa. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. The rocking chair. Yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Leatherface also brought you a chainsaw, obviously. So, Merry Christmas. This is our last one. It's actually, Mella, you could tie it if you get it on the first one. I love you, Josh. Well, how does Mella have more than me? Because she got points for Pennywise. (laughs) (laughs) You can just give me one point for Pennywise. Okay. Well, then. Flip out. Uh, punches the screen. Well, no one can catch up, but we're gonna play this round anyway. <laughs> Rashawn has nine points. Josh nah, and Mella man. both have four points. The last gifts under your Christmas tree are bubble bath. Mella, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. No, no, that's not who gave it to her. That's not who gave it to you. That's not, that's not the who gave it to you. Icon who gave it to. Oh fuck! Well, Freddy. <laughs> too late. Too late. Too late. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> That's my uh my slasher Freddy Krueger's baby. Your boo Freddy Krueger who also oh brought you God. a fedora. Y'all are cruel. I hope Freddy come get to your ass tonight. <laughs> Why would you say Nancy? Nancy, because she's in the bath. But she didn't bring what the bath. Horror icon know, brought but- you. Oh, slipping up. Wrapping things up. Could I get a congratulations? No. <laughs> Congratulations on him. Rashawn, I am not surprised. I am not surprised. Yeah, that you, you don't took get congratulations because, yeah, fucking obviously you won this game. Yeah. Fuck. Can you let me Remember this, listeners, because I'm going to use this clip back when we do an animated film or a Marvel film and someone else, I won't name names, wins games. It won't be me. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I love you, Mela, but no, it won't be you. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a beautifully animated film. It could have definitely used, no, no. I think we can all agree, The Nightmare Before Christmas. These have to be things all four of us agree on. I know. Okay. That's why I said a movie. I think we can all agree that The Nightmare Before Christmas highlights two of our favorite seasons out of the year, Halloween and Christmas. Ken Page is a god among mere mortals and... We would have loved more of his Oogie Boogie throughout the movie. And I think we can all agree that this was a rough one for me. (laughs) (laughs) We end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, connecting an actor from this week's movie to an actor from next week's movie. So who can find the quickest connection between Catherine O'Hara and... Kumail Nanjiani. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. I only know one movie he's been in. <gasps> Two. Forget it. Let's see. Like, too close. These two gotta be connected somehow. Okay. No way. This is very long, but I think I got it. Goodness, Rashawn. <laughs> Okay. Catherine O'Hara is in For Your Consideration with Eugene oh. Levy, who is in Bringing Down the House with Queen Latifah, who is in Set It Off with Vivica Fox, who is in Two Can Play That Game with Gabrielle Union, who is in She's All That with Anna Paquin, who is in The Piano with Holly Hunter, who is in The Big Sick with Camille Nanjiani. 
seven. seven. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, but I like the route that you went. Now I want to try that. Can I use Marvel, please? I beg you. No! no. We're doing a Marvel movie. It won't be that movie. No. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. What were we getting to? <laughs> I can't. Kumail. Catherine O'Hara to Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, that's a good movie. Okay, okay. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I, I got just, it. I got uh, it. Okay. What? Um, Catherine O'Hara is in Home Alone with Joe Pesci, who's in The Irishman with Ray Romano, who is in, in Big Sick with. That's good. Nice. You know, nice. Well done, Rashawn. That was a tough one. That's really tough. My brain is tired. That 7 1 broke me. All right. That's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and liked, subscribed, and rated us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode, or if you want to fight with us, or tell us how much you love us, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Lacey, Mella. Josh and Rashawn. Go watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Right.